Hello, 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 friends. Welcome to day four. Let's go. Seven days of prayer and fasting. And I hope God has been speaking to you. I've been uh, super encouraged just hearing great reports, great stories, uh, great praise reports already coming in, just talking about um, the power of changing our rhythm, changing our pace, changing uh, our normal flow, and just seeking the Lord. And uh, I'm very encouraged. Today we are reading Romans chapter 8 through 16, so we're reading the rest of Romans. And um, it is said that the book of Romans is the peak of the gospel. One theologian called it that. It's the it's the Himalayas of the gospel. It's that it's that journey through the book of Romans, those sixteen chapters, that so perfectly describe God's plan for humanity, both Jew and Gentile, and the work of Jesus. And so, uh, Romans is a book that you must become. Uh, well accompanied with. You must become acquainted with it. You must become familiar with it because every chapter and literally every verse of the book of Romans just unfolds another powerful truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And uh, I have literally been reading the book of Romans consistently through my entire adult life. Every time I read it, even even this morning all over again, just going, oh man, it's so fresh and it's so powerful. Well, today we're going to pray a prayer from the book of Romans chapter 15, verses 5 and 6. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement, watch that. So, that man, there's so much here. Dear God, I could just, I could preach all these verses and I could literally preach every word. So may the God who gives... So God's a giver. Say that out loud. Say God is a giver. And what does he give? He gives endurance and encouragement. May that God give you a spirit of unity among yourselves as you follow Jesus Christ. So Paul says that God gives us endurance. Well, number one, God gives. Number two, he gives endurance. Three, he gives encouragement. And he's now going to give us the spirit of unity. So that with one heart and one mouth, you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I want us to pray through these words. Um, I want us to consider these words, and I want us to receive these words. Remember, words are powerful. Words are not powerful to us, but because in our culture, we don't respect words anymore. But remember that to work to God, words are everything to God. Words are such a big deal that he called himself the word. John one, one in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God. Skip down to verse 14. And that word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory full of grace and truth. Uh, words matter to God. That that word in the Greek language for word in the beginning was the word. It's a Greek word called logos. 
it's the where we get the um, English word logic. In the beginning was the logic of God, the mind of God, the opinion of God, the plan of God, the purpose of God, the idea of God. What makes sense? What is logical to God? It is Jesus. Jesus is the logic, the mind, the voice, the word, the sense, the plan, the purpose of God in the flesh. If you ever want to know what God's like, look at Jesus, because Jesus is God with a face. Remember that God is spirit, John 4, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. So God is spirit. Paul says in the book of Timothy that he lives in inapproachable light. He's, he's altogether holy and other and unique. But God wanted us to see him, and we could not see him in the fullness of that light, or we would die. So he came wrapped in a veil of flesh. And Jesus is the word of God, the mind of God, the logic of God. What It's what makes sense. If, if you're ever trying to make sense of God, if you're ever trying to understand God, if you're ever trying to grow in your knowledge of God, go back to Jesus. Because he is God with a face. Paul said that the fullness of of the Godhead lives bodily in that body of Jesus Christ. All right, I'm just in a good mood. I'm just preaching, but I got to stop. So, Father, first I pray that may the God who gives, I, I just pray, Lord, give to your people. Lord, we receive of you. We receive of your love. We receive of your forgiveness right now. Lord, we repent of our sin and we receive fresh mercy and fresh grace today. Lord, for our mistakes and for my own mistakes, for my own sin, Lord, I repent. Lord, I thank you that you give freely new mercy, freely new grace, freely your kindness and your patience and your power. And Lord, we receive right now, we receive everything we need. Lord, we receive everything we need. You said that you'd give us everything we need for life and godliness. We receive everything we need for life in the natural and godliness, life in the supernatural. We receive everything that we need for the temporal, and we receive everything we need for the eternal. We receive from you because you are the God who gives. And now, Lord, I pray that you would give people endurance. I pray for my brothers and sisters that want to quit right now. They might want to quit on a job too early. They might want to quit on a marriage too early. They might want to quit on their faith. They might want to quit on their dream. They might want to quit. I don't, I don't know. I'm asking you, Father, give them endurance. And let them know there's more in them. Lord, remind them that they're bigger on the inside than they are on the outside. Remind them, Lord, according to the book of Colossians, that greater, uh, excuse me, First John, the greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. According to Colossians, that Christ is in us, the hope of glory. According to Galatians 2.20, it's no longer I to live, but Christ who lives in me. Lord, just give them endurance right now, strength right now. 
Lord, I believe people are praying right now. They're they're joining us and they're and they're thinking to themselves, "How am I going to make it?" Lord, give them the endurance, the steadfastness, the strength, and the power. The power to do everything you've called them to do and give them encouragement. The God who gives endurance and encouragement, Lord, encourage your people. Father, you are, according to the psalmist, the glory and the lifter of our head. Lord, lift the heads of your people, I pray. Lord, David prayed in Psalm 27, I would have given up unless I believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Let people see your goodness, Lord. Lord, I pray, lift their head, lift their soul, encourage them. Lord, as they lift their eyes, Lord, meet them there. As they lift their hands, meet them there. As they lift their hearts, meet them there. As they take their eyes off of the temporal and onto the eternal, off of the earthly and onto the heavenly, meet them there with encouragement. Encourage your people as they're praying. Encourage your people as they're fasting. Encourage your people as they're giving. Encourage your people as they're doing what they know to do to obey you. Encourage them. And now, Lord, give us the spirit of unity. The spirit of unity, one heart and one mouth. I pray for that now. I pray for City Light Church. Give us the spirit of unity, Lord. If there is any divisive voices, I pray that you would silence them. If there is any voice of the accuser, silence it. If there is any spirit of gossip in our church, silence it. If there is a lying spirit lying to your people, even about me or about our church, Lord, silence that that spirit that would lie to your people, try to deceive your people, and try to um, uproot your people from the house of God. Lord, give us a spirit of unity so that we would have one heart and one mouth glorifying the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> Lord, I pray in Jesus' name for unity over City Light Church. And now I pray over unity. I pray for unity, excuse me, with marriages. I pray for every married couple that is praying along with us. Lord, release one heart and one mouth. Lord, release a spirit of unity. Go go beyond the natural, Lord. Lord, we believe in doing everything we can in the natural, from counseling to talking to wise counsel to, to good friends to, to date nights to sexual intimacy. We, we believe in all those things, Lord. But, but, Lord, our marriages need the spirit of unity in a divisive culture and in a godless culture culture and a culture that does not respect the covenant of marriage. Lord, release a spirit of unity upon the marriages of City Light Church, a spirit of reconciliation, a spirit of forgiveness, a spirit of truth, a spirit of power. Lord, unify our marriages in Jesus' name. I want to talk to every married couple. If you need to repent, you're a married person. If you know you need to repent, repent. If you know you need to forgive, forgive. If you know you've been withholding forgiveness, forgive. 
invite the Holy Spirit, who is the spirit of unity. David said in Psalm 133, how good and pleasant it is when we dwell together in unity. Why? Because it is there. It is in the place of agreement. It is in the place of unity. It is in the, it is in the place of harmony that God will pour out his blessing. Remember in Acts chapter 2, when the Holy Spirit was poured out, the Bible said they were in one place in one accord. See, you can be under the same roof, but not be unified. They weren't just in the, under the same roof. They weren't in just the same place. They were in one accord. Just like what Paul's praying here in Romans 15, they had one heart, one mouth. They were unified. Get into unity with your spouse. Forgive them. Hey, confront them, fight, argue, do whatever you got to do, but come to a place of resolution. Don't fight just to be right. There's nothing wrong with conflict. There's nothing wrong with emotions. There's nothing wrong with honesty, but don't just fight to be right. Fight for unity. Fight for one heart and one mouth. Fight for God joined us together. We're not going to let any man separate us. We're not going to let any spirit separate us. We're going to allow the spirit of God, which is the spirit of unity, to unite us in the name of Jesus. Unite. If if there's someone that you're mad at, there's someone you're, you're walking in unforgiveness towards, if you've got a root of bitterness, I want to encourage you, forgive, forgive, forgive. Don't, don't hold anything back. Don't hold on to things that you can let go of by the Spirit of God. I'm not saying it's easy, friends. I'm not saying it's, it's going to be some easy thing, but receive the Spirit of unity. Say that out loud. Come on, right now, out loud. Come on, from all your hearts, say, in the name of Jesus. I receive a spirit of unity. I receive the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, you are the spirit of unity. I receive it now. I resist. Say this out loud. I resist and I rebuke and I denounce and I repent of division, unforgiveness, bitterness, gossip pride, selfishness. I lay all that down, Lord, and I receive the spirit of unity. Lord, help me to forgive. Help me to let go. Help me to trust you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Father, I pray now over my Brothers and sisters, may the God who gives endurance and encouragement give every person in City Light Church the spirit of unity among ourselves as we follow Jesus Christ so that with one heart, with one mouth, we may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. We receive it now, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, everybody. Amen and amen. I love you guys. I love you so much. See you on Friday. We're going to do it again. We're praying. We're fasting. We're believing God. And God is hearing our prayer. See you soon.